Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, expresses the need for us to relate as part of God's family. In a family, you are always learning something, and even when you make mistakes, you never stop belonging to God's family. Awesome. We want to know this God of the open heart. Yes. I, I believe that we are in a transition. After a long drought, a long drought, Elijah, you know, the prophet, the man of God said, it's going to rain again. But there was no sign of rain yet. And then he sent the guy there, the servant, keep looking. Do you see anything? No. Remember this story? But now I think that we are starting to see a little sign, a little cloud, you know, the size of a man's hand, that something is changing. And I, I want to know this God of the open heart. I want to know this loving Father, this Father that does not break His promises. The father that always accepts his sons back. This week was really interesting because of a lot of things, but I, I had to I had to work my mind because I always tell you guys a living word is only a living word when it changes me. You know, and then I, I was facing something, and then I was reacting the same way, and then I went like, no, wait. What was it that I just read yesterday that God is speaking? And how is the Word changing me? And how are we going to change? It says that when we see Him, and, you know, the Lord appeared again at Shiloh by the Word, Right? But it says that when we see Him, or when we receive a word from God, it's the same thing. We are changed, as He is. And I bless us to be changing, as we are meeting the Lord in His word. Because the word is coming and revealing what God is doing right now. And we are going to keep talking about family, because... We have 2,000 years of conditioning of church. The word church did not even exist. When God told Abraham, in you I'm going to bless all the families of the earth. He didn't bless, oh, in you I'm going to bless some denominations or some churches. Or God was not thinking about that. God never thought about church. Church is man's invention. He made a covenant with Abraham and Sarah that out of their seed, all the nations would be blessed. How does that apply to us? 
One way that it has to apply to us is we need to see ourselves as a family. And one really serious way of doing that, number one, in a family you're always learning something. It doesn't matter how old you are and how prepared you are. Right? You want your kids to make a mess because they are learning. And you don't care if they make a mess. If they break something. That's not church. Church, if you do something wrong, you're out. You don't belong here. In family, you just say, okay, go to your room, think about it. Time out. You don't stop belonging to family. Because of church, that's how we have been learning condition to relate to God. Oh, I did something wrong, I'm kicked out. He broke his promise with me now. I have no place in him anymore. Does it make sense? And I I want somehow that this word that's coming really has a deep impact in us. Because he never, as a good father and a loving father, he never breaks his promises. And once he makes a covenant with you, or once you're included in a covenant, you're always there. But we think so much like church. So much, so much that I... At some point, I didn't want to have anything to do with church. And I may be a a lot of us here. You know, because we have seen so much wrong. So many things not God. And you go like, no, 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 I I don't want to be part of this. But I love you. But I want to be part of your family. And that's why I think we're here. We're here because we refuse to be part of a man's program. But we want to be part of your program, Father. We want to be part of what you're, this new thing that you're doing in the earth right now. But we have to be baptized. We have to be transformed. We have to be circumcised. That's one of the first things that God told Abraham. You're going you're gonna to be different from everybody else because there is going to be a circumcision. You're going to have to let go of something. And then that was a, a sign, and we have to be circumcised in our hearts and let go of the old, let go of what we know so we can be part of the new thing that God is doing. You know, I, 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 I want the word to be that sharp, two-edged sword where it's really going to cut deep and say, you know what, this is church. Cut it out. Yeah. This side here is family. Let's skip this. I took a class. And I don't want to go too deep into this, but just as a, a little comment. So this guy was saying, you know, it's like a, a studying the outpourings of the Holy Spirit and the history of, you know, church and and then at the end of the book, he said, oh, I think that there's going to be a, the next thing that God is going to do is like a merging of the Catholics, the 
Protestants and the ecumenicals or, you know, like, and I, I wrote on the end of my paper to the, my teacher saying, I think that's wrong because I don't want to have anything to do with that. <laughs> the answer to the church is going back to the roots <laughs> because that's where it started. I don't want anything with, to do with the Babylonical, you know, pagans, things that were introduced to church. Right. Yeah. Amen. Let's. <laughs> we bless this for us. Yes. We bless that we will find our way back home. Yes. Our way back to where we belong and where there is a life. And because that's the thing. Without that, you have no foundation to stand on. And everything, the last 2,000 years is pretty faulty. <laughs> it's not really that strong. Right? Yes. And I, I'm not being critical. I'm just saying, hey, I have faith that God is going to do something new. Yes. And he's going to bring something new out of nothing or out of what exists, which is the word already. But he's going to restore all things. He's going to restore the foundations that were lost. That's, you know, the prophecies. And we need to be able to restore this. And this is what Gary Hargrave, my father, we're talking about family, is talking that God is creating family. And that's what we need to open our hearts to because we're transitioning from the church age to the family age. Because that's where the covenant is. That's where the promise is. It's in you, I'm going to bless all families or nations. But nations are formed by families. Let's believe for this. Let's believe that there is a, a cloud the size of a man's hand. Of something new that God is doing and is bringing people together. It's like a rain. You know, you have a rain and then pretty soon you see all these little water getting together and forming this huge river. And that's how I see that what God is doing right now. And he's going to start bringing people out of everywhere as families. You know, they would camp around the, the tabernacle by families, by tribes. And we are going to be brought together as families to be part of this huge nation that God is bringing together today. Amen? Yes. Genesis 17. Now when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. We try to be blameless before we walk with him. It doesn't work. You only become blameless after you walk before him. And I will establish my covenant between me and you. And I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold. This is God saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. That's pretty straight, right? Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. 
For I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. And I will make you fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come forth from you. I think that that's where we need to go back to. It's God creating a promise to a father and a mother. And every time that he would start something new, he would start with a family. Right? I mean, when he had to destroy everything, he had to take Noah and his family and start something new. When it was another big transition, you know, there was corruption in the temple. He had to get Elkanah and Hannah and start a whole new thing with Samuel. In the New Testament, he had to start something with Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. Right? But this is really interesting. Matthew 1.1, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. To Abraham was born Isaac, and to Isaac, Jacob, to Jacob, Judah, and so on. But that's how God was introducing himself, you know, even when he was taking the people out of Egypt. You know, who are you? Moses asked. I am. I am. I am who I am. I am the God of your fathers. I am the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. And he was like saying, now I am the God of this huge family. I made a covenant with a family. Is this getting there? This has to change us. In a very practical level, the way that we relate to one another. The way we relate to one another is we have to see ourselves as family. I was watching this show on... Netflix, and, and I don't remember his name now, but he was talking about how this guy came and asked him, he was a Jewish guy, saying, how did your people survive so long, so many years in exile? And then he said, it is number one, of course, is our love for the word. It's our love and our, you know, for the word. But I think it is also the family sense of raising our kids, teaching them, teaching them, teaching them. By the time that they are 12, 13, they have the bar mitzvah, bath mitzvah, and they are sons of the word. Because they know the word and they're already qualified to be in a synagogue, speaking the word, reading the word. And I think that that's where the church lost a lot of its power. Because we need to be able to, as a family, be raising our kids, teaching them, including them, training them, just like we do with our kids. You know, let's make pancakes. Leilani loves it. She pulls the chairs and, I want to make pancakes. You know, but that's how you include and that's how we should be functioning in a as a, as a family, 
And then instead of the kid, you know, having to go out, breaking things outside, getting hurt, why don't you break things here with mom and dad? And we'll teach you and we'll help you. And that's where the church, because of kick people out, people don't wait to be kicked out. They kick themselves out. <laughs> and they go try things out there. Right? Can we change that? Yes. Can we change that? Is it too much to ask? No. We are going to, by the grace of God and because of the word, we're going to build this atmosphere where we're going to grow and we're going to raise our children and we're going to create them. Why? What is the heart of every father and mother? Hey, here, take this. Now this is yours. Now you take this and you double it. You triple it. You can be better than I am. You can do more than I did. I didn't have this to start with. But because of the, the destruction of family atmosphere, what you see is the breaking down of society. And there's not a passing on of the legacy. Is this connecting? Yes. What happens to the outpourings in the church? There's not a passing down. There's not an impartation, an ability to pass the mantle, like Elijah to Elisha. You know, and then there's not this, no, I have this ministry. I can speak the word, I can lead the worship, I can do everything. Right? And that's why, you know, I, I always go like, no, let's, let's try this. Let's try that. I don't care. Let's do it. If it doesn't work, there's always another service. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's be family. Yeah. Let's be family. And let's, you know, express this heart of family one to another. And that's why, you know, I, I really love and I really, we are all, very encouraged with what's happening here right now. In the atmosphere of the family, in the atmosphere of the teaching, of the acceptance. Hey, I don't care if you drop the bowl of pancake mix. We're going to start all over again, and we're going to do it again until we do it right, until you get it, until you start even trying your own recipes. But you're going to, you're going to learn this. Instead of, no, you don't know how to do it. Let me do this. You know, let me talk to you about how, you know, when I was growing up, blah, 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 right? <laughs> Let's go Acts, just one more scripture, 325. Are you guys getting the point here? Yes. Can I be done? 322. Moses said, the Lord shall raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. To him you shall give heed in everything he says to you. And it shall be that every soul that does not heed that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. And likewise, all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel announced it these days. It is you who are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant with God made with your father, saying to Abraham, and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. 
So why is this so important? I want to connect to the whole thing. I don't want to have only the partial. I don't want to see only parts of what God is doing. That to me is where if we connect to this, we open a whole provision for us that we we need to get a hold of. The history of all the denominations is a man of God has a meeting with God. And he moves into a lot from God. And after one or two generations, that gets into a rut. Because it's, there is no, not the passing on of the same anointing. And the growing up of sons and daughters to keep walking in that same anointing. And that's why we need to see, stop. We need to see, be able to see in this atmosphere of family, the anointing be doubled. Like Elijah to Elisha. And where Paul was a father, he said, my son Timothy, go, what you have received from me, you go and impart to others. You know, and that that to me is where I want to bless us to not be churchgoers, but to be here, okay, this is me now. I'm going to receive this. And I have, it's my job to receive this and move in this family relationship, this connection, not just go out and like the prodigal son and go spend everything. Once you leave your father, you lose it. There is no continuation of the flow. Jesus said, if you are abiding me, you will bear fruit. When you get into Malachi, it says Elijah's going to come and turn the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the sons back to the fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Isn't that serious? We bless the turning of the fathers' hearts to the sons and the sons to the fathers. This is the time the, the creation is crying. We need to see the adoption of sons, the sons connecting to the Father. We bless this. We bless that we are in a transition. You have to work with yourself and allow the Word to work in you. And that's what sometimes it, it, it takes a lot of effort. It's time to use those spiritual muscles that we never use. You know, and that's why we are, we, we are working out and we are stretching ourselves because we need to grow. And we need to go where we have never been before. Yeah. You know, when we were a child, I would go where I would want to go. But when we grow up, and hopefully the body of Christ is growing up, it's going to be led where it would not go. Be. And that's where we want to go. We want to go where you take us. That's a sign of maturity. The immature is the independence. I go where I want. I do what I want with my anointing, with my gift of the Holy Spirit. I do what I want. Just, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But the sign of maturity is you stretch your hand and you're a lad. And you're a lad as a family. And then families get together and form a nation. And nations get together and receive the blessing. We bless that. We bless that more than just be a service, a Sunday morning service, and another word, another preaching. Let there be a prophetic proclamation that we are God's voice in the earth, repeating His word, saying, 
Let there be. Let there be a new day. Let there be a new day of the kingdom being established in this earth. And a day of restoration. Amen? Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.